All right, everyone. So we had some more to to share, and uh, we uh, we just wanted to hit record and um, get into a little bit more. So we we left off with emphasizing the matter of our laying hold of eternal life, and um, in this same chapter, there's another really interesting expression in verse 19. So First Timothy chapter six, verse 19, and. Uh, I'll just read it. Laying away for themselves a good foundation as a treasure for the future, that they may lay hold on that which is really life. Now, I don't know if all translations, you know, uh, have that same expression for that end of verse 19. But if you look at the original language, actually, this is the best way to, to translate this part. Really life. What is really life? <laughs> Isn't life just life? <laughs> but, you know, life is mysterious. But there is a real life, a really life, a life that is life. And that life is the eternal life. That life is the divine life, which is the very life of God. And that life has now it has become our possession. We possess the really life. And because we have the really life, we have the opportunity to have the real experience, right? Apparently, there's all kinds of experiences out there. There's all kinds of things we should be experiencing. And even, you know, people that grow up in this country, in a Christian country, hearing about, they, they might be tempted well, maybe I need to go around and experience everything else before I really, really commit to the, to the, you know, to what the Bible says. Like, how do I know it's real? Mm. Well, how you know it's real is it's not, you're not a, a, adopting a new set of teaching. <laughs> you're enjoying a life and you have to open your heart and receive Christ that this eternal life, this really life, could get inside of you. And then it's not a question of, I need to experience everything. It's a realization. Everything else means nothing. Everything else is just a, a shadow. It's just a kind of, you know, uh, it, it doesn't have any rea reality once you possess this, this eternal life, this really life. I did think of a hymn as you were speaking that it says, uh, heaven above is softer blue, earth around is sweeter green, something lives in every hue, Christless eyes have never seen, birds with gladder songs overflow, flowers with deeper beauty shine, since I know as now I know, I am his and he is mine. Just when you brought up the point, so how do you know this is the really life. Don't I have to go out and experience the world and, and just see, like get a, get a contrast, right? I think that's a, a temptation that every believer faces, especially if you grew up in a Christian home and, 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 and not just a Christian home, but even if your parents are really pursuing the Lord and seeking the Lord, it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. There seems like there's so many other things. I, I at least need to taste it and, and see, but that's just not true. You can, when you touch the really life, even, um, without, you know, if you never went to a party, if you never did any, any kind of, of those vain things, 
you can tell a difference. Even the way that you perceive the world around you is, is so different. It could be the exact same kind of day as it was yesterday. Right. But something mm-hmm. is different because you're experiencing the really life. Right. And if you've never, if you've never touched this, you know, it says in John 3, 36, if you disobey the son, you'll never see life. You could live a whole human life, live, be 95 years old, have started your own business, you raised a family, you did all these things, but if you never believed into the Lord and you never touched this life that is really life, you never saw life. So it's really important. I, if you're listening to this, you're probably already a believer. You have believed and you have seen life, but now we need to lay hold of this life that's in us so that we're, we're actually experiencing the real life as we're passing through so many other human things. You know, a simple prayer you can say, like Jake said, if you're listening to this, you're probably a believer. You have the eternal life. So you could just simply pray this very prayer. Lord Jesus, you are the eternal life in me. And I lay hold of you right now. You just utter that that prayer which is you're really laying hold of what you possess and just see see what what springs up what starts to just bubble up in you and you know like like jake said it's like you nothing changes but everything changes (laughs) one more verse before we end it's in acts 5 20 and this is when the angel just opened the door um, and freed Peter from prison. But it, the angel tells him something. He says, go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. That actually even Peter's living, he saw, he knew this life. He knew this eternal life. He yeah. laid hold of this eternal life. And so this life was so evident even through his living it was seeable like others could see the eternal life in peter yeah and then he was even encouraged by the angel it's like now go and tell others the the words of this life yeah and so as believers we have this life and we can go and we can tell others that's right the more this beca- this life becomes real to us the more we want to tell others about this life and so we just want to thank you for just, we had this, this extra time that we had. We just had this from this chapter that we really wanted to share on about the really life. So thank you, and we'll see you next Bible study.